What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 286 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. What up? And Shelly Nolan. Hello. This week, we're geeking out about about a marvelous MMO. Stutter there for a second. Oh my gosh. Spider-Man, again. And Netflix, also again. I promise (laughs) that this is a completely new episode. You haven't heard this one before. Time. Yeah. It's almost like there's just a couple (laughs) companies that rule the... uh... Industry. Entertainment industry. Yeah. Yep. It's almost as if that's a concept, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, even in video games, you think, like, you had three. Nintendo, Xbox, Sony. Yeah. The three major. Like, they're the ones making the big games. Yep. Basically. I mean, there's people under them, but... Weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're wondering, this podcast is owned by nobody. It's a non-profit... Yeah. And you can give to it by going to geeksodergrace.com slash give. How about that? Boom. Nice. That was a plug. That was a good plug. <laughs> Sticking it to on. the man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get into the games that we've been playing. Uh, I haven't done anything besides Apex, so go ahead, LJ. Okay. Um, so I'm still playing uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm almost done with it, actually. I had a long weekend and ran through a good chunk of it um pretty lengthy like it's it's a good standard length uh i absolutely love it um so i this is one of those games i would want to stream but it has so much like actual music in it that the dmca would never like let <laughs> they like they no. pick it up real quick um so basically like uh my favorite mechanic is uh like whenever you charge this meter you can huddle the team up and so they'll say different things. And so based on like keywords, you have to choose between which um, like phrase you want to tell them to like get them pumped up or encourage them or whatever. And so it'll pick a song from like the playlist in the game, like Peter's playlist. So you mm-hmm. get like you get like Take on Me. You can get like oh Jitterbug God. and That's and all cool. these different like songs. And it's so good. Oh man, like it just changes the whole vibe of a battle. Um, that's, that's awesome. I love. How is Star Lord's band? I haven't actually listened to the song yet. <clears throat> um, from what I can tell, it sounds like standard like metal. Like so, basically, he he gets his name because he listens to a band called Star Lord as a kid. Yeah. Um, oh. And so it's like an original band that was created specifically for like to do the soundtrack for the game. Mm-hmm. And so I haven't listened to like they have the album on Spotify and everything too. So, oh, it's a whole album. Yes, I thought it was just like a song. It was a whole album. Okay. Um, that's cool. Is it like ACDC metal, like hair band metal, or? Yes, it's definitely like hair metal, like from from that era, from the eighties, like. Okay. Totally. Uh, cool. Yeah, it it is. It's cool. I need to listen to, to that's the actual like music to just see what it's like. I mean, they, there's a few songs in there, that like he's listening to in a couple like cutscenes because like there's a lot of flashbacks on what happens between him and his mom and stuff like that. And I really like a different take on the guardians, like, because most, most of us are familiar with only the movies. And so right. it's, it's kind of refreshing to play this game and get another take on it, which might be closer to the comics because there's all this other stuff that's like, you know, it's not MCU stuff, but you know, clearly there's like a lot of, a lot of stuff going on there and, and relationships between other characters that like, we just haven't seen yet in guardians in, in the movies. 
um, there are some big, big appearances too. Um, so, uh, it, it's, it's exciting. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Um, I haven't quite finished it yet, but I think it's going on my list as one of my favorites of the year. So it's, it's a lot of fun, cool. way better than Avengers. <laughs> Very good. I'm glad. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's on, on sale for like $30 right now, uh, which is good. Um, surprising. So yeah. I feel like it just came out. Yeah. Uh, they definitely hit the black, the black Friday time and it's, it's worth it. Um, the other thing I I got real like just last night and like past couple of days I just got real into it was uh, I've been playing that Halo Infinite multiplayer. Uh, I've been posting some clips on Twitter. I got real good with this gun called the Mangler, which is basically like a like a smaller shotgun, but it's got range and it's got like it shoots like shotgun shells. It's amazing. Uh, but I, I have some clips That's on cool. on my Twitter and like I found my groove on that game like. It's exciting to have like matches where my KDR is like positive <laughs> because I can never do that in like a Call of Duty game or anything. It's just people are so sweaty. Um, but uh, it, I've been enjoying it. They had they I think it ends actually by the time this recording Pack will go been. up. But uh, they they're bringing it back in January. But they have the event where you can get that samurai armor that they advertised. And it's like a it's like a free seasonal pass that you don't have to pay any money for. So I was kind of grinding a little bit to get to at least get the base armor. But then like when it comes back in January, I'll get back to it and unlock the other like shoulder pieces and stuff. And uh, People are not liking the, the way you progress in the battle pass in that game because you have to complete challenges to get XP. But uh, I think it's fine because it's teaching me to do other things and like use other weapons that I normally wouldn't do. There's like one that's like get this many headshots or kill enemies with this weapon. And I'm like, okay, this is actually having me play the game differently than I normally would and trying new things. Yeah. So uh, I'm okay with it. Um, then the, the last thing, I don't, I don't really need to talk too much about it since I've talked about it before, is uh, I'm, I've am i started a new game plus run through Miles Morales uh, since Spider-Man is all the hype right now. Uh, I'm doing that on our Twitch channel. And uh, I'm only a few trophies away from the Platinum, so hopefully I'll try to get that Platinum on stream. And uh, I wanted to play it because it's holidays time. It's Christmas time, and that game is all the vibes when it comes to Christmas. It is a Christmas video game. So That's cool. So yeah, <laughs> yeah um, it, it's, it's got all the vibes. Uh, so. so yeah. I think that's uh, the first... I mean, I'm sure there are like very literal Christmas games out there, but oh, they're first mainstream game that is like a trying to be the christmas throwback yeah. that you go go back to every year kind of thing yeah like like a batman arkham origins has like it's set in that christmas eve time because that's how they explain why everybody's like there's nobody on the streets in gotham okay um and then like there's an old sega saturn game nights into dreams which had a separate like christmas disc you could get from like nights. i think it was like blockbuster or something yeah where that's cool. it, it was a christmas nights and so actually if you go and buy that game on like Xbox or PC right now, um, it actually has Christmas nights inside it. That's um, cool. Okay. Which is cool too. Wii, I think the newer one. Right. Okay. Yeah, they did one for Wii. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's like other, you know, it's not, you know, like there's plenty of Christmas movies, but I guess not enough Christmas video games or at least like yeah games that have christmas elements in them. So right. I was like, you know what? I'm going to pull that out cuz I need to get that platinum still. So Nice. Yeah, it's ex- it's cool. exciting to go through that story again, and it's super short, so I think I'll be able to get to get through it pretty quickly. 
Um, yeah, so that's what I've been playing. What about you, Shelly? Um, I've been playing too many games, slash consuming too many games, slash... That's um, me every week. I only bought one game this weekend somehow, uh, <laughs> just with sales and stuff, so um, I'm still playing Fire Emblem Awakening. <laughs> I probably will stop in the sometime... Uh, I always it's always a game where I get nostalgia for it and then I play for a bit then I kind of get bored or whatever not because it's a bad game but because I played it before um or just get distracted with other stuff and then I stop so we'll see when I stop but I am still playing Metroid Dread as well nice. that game's cool it's so strange because it's hard but I always sort of assumed that when people said it was hard it was because of the bosses or the enemies and i feel like i'm not having a problem with them even though i haven't had i, I haven't faced too many granted so i could be mm. eating my own words next week or something it, it, but, it picks um, up it, it really does um but it's not hard in like a oh this is difficult kind of way it's hard in that like there's going to be a lot of patterns you have to memorize when it comes to the bosses right and so once you memorize true. those it gets it gets a lot easier so it's I mean, it's it, it's challenging. I wouldn't say it's, like, hard, necessarily. I think the problem is the main takeaway I'm getting is how annoyed I am with the Emmys. Not scared, <laughs> not, you know, like, it's just, it's like, oh, I need to go through this Emmy room to get to this other place because I have this new mm-hmm. upgrade. Now I know, like, oh, this area is where I can go. I can access this place now. Um, which, uh, that's always a super freeing feeling. I always love that in Metroid Gaming games. Um, you, yeah. Where it's like, oh, you get the new thing. Like, you know, you get the double jump or like, you know, this game, it's like, uh, I got the morph ball and I'm like, oh, finally, I can like go places. <laughs> you can do stuff. <laughs> I can do things. So yeah. um, it's very freeing, but it's like just trying to get through the Emmy areas, like going through the first times actually can be kind of fun or can be kind of exciting because you're just kind of running around. Then you end up in a backtracking sucks, though. But trying to get back to other areas has been really frustrating simply because I don't. It's like the Emmys changed their patterns, and I'm so I'm like, okay, cool. It was over here last time, so I'm gonna avoid it. Go this other way, and then I go the other way, and it's still there. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, do I really do just have to keep trying the same way over and over again and hope that it's on a different path this time? So that's um, unfortunately been sort of my main takeaway so far. Which is, I know, is not really a good takeaway, but it's. I, I think the rest of the game is still really cool, um, atmosphere-wise. Mm-hmm. So it's so cool, and the cutscenes. And I think what's very like, I had such a clutch, um, like when you get the like Omega Cannon, and so you're able to like. Oh yeah, I don't yeah. Know if this, is this spoilery? To, I don't know. Maybe it is. Not really. I mean, it's it becomes something you do like through every like that's how you take down the. Amazon when you're able to take down, yeah, and um, it would worry more one... about story beats than items. That's true. Yeah, yeah, it's it's more of a mechanic that like that once mechanic. you do it the first time, you're gonna have to do it every other time. But it's like there was one where it was it was so clutch. It was like right on top of me. <laughs> then I blasted its head <laughs> off, and I was like, yes. So it's like there's yeah. still awesome moments like that, um, that feel really good, um. And yeah, I'll probably just gonna just keep getting harder, which is fine. But um, yeah, that's still a very cool game that I'm playing. Um, and a game that I technically didn't have not played yet, but feel like I played because I've just watched Daniel play so much of it. Brilliant <laughs> Diamond. So we did buy Brilliant Diamond. Um, yes. It's so like, I don't know how to feel about it. 
Yeah, like, it sounds it. like people have mixed feelings quite a because bit. Because it's like, yes, I was initially excited for Cinema Remakes, and then, then you know, people were complaining about, like, the art style, and I'm like, sure, I, I guess I can, I guess I can understand that. Um, I don't necessarily hate it, but I don't love it either. I think what I didn't realize I is is they just made a lot of really weird decisions. They like held on to some things from the original game and not others, but they like chose like the wrong things in a lot of times. Like for some reason they brought back the weird Wi-Fi rooms when you're trying to connect and trade with other players. And it's just such a weird, huh. stupid, clunky method. And I had to explain <laughs> to Daniel about how it worked in the original game because it wasn't a great system. And I had to explain to him because he was trying to trade. And um, they, he was able to figure it out, but it was just like, okay, there's these two different rooms, but or there's two different areas in the Pokemon Center. One's for local, one's for Wi-Fi, but all three, you have to talk to all three different people for different scenarios or, or like, it's so convoluted i'm like why would they keep that yeah because like even i've played enough of the pokemon games to know like you can literally just trade from anywhere exactly it's so even on the 3ds (laughs) it's so strange so then it's like okay well they kept that and Uh like thankfully they got rid of having to have like hm slaves right you don't need to like carry around pokemon that has you know no strength and rock smash and what you know all those things and i'm like cool okay they they got rid of that but they also brought back tms and not hms so you Hmm. still can't like they're still all temporary um whereas in the newer games they're all like you can reuse them as many times as you want and i'm just like okay i think honestly the most baffling decision to me um and this was really apparent because daniel was doing a nuzlocke and Hmm. he beat the nuzlocke by the way he only he beat it with uh only one death and technically the death was after he beat Cynthia in a very crazy it was like a crazy clutch scenario where like he had Staravia and Staravia was using Fly against the Garchomp right? Cynthia's Garchomp is very scary um, and then so he used Fly and hit and killed the Garchomp and that was her last Pokemon but that Pokemon has rough skin and so the recoil oh. damage technically killed Staravia or oh, uh, Staraptor wow. with that which was like <laughs> it was very you know, climactic, like, thing, That's crazy. at the same time, it's sort of like, okay, he beat the Nuzlocke, now he can do whatever he like wants. Like a double KO, kind of a... Yeah, very epic. But either way... Nice. With that context, um, he did not get a lot of variety of Pokemon, and he kept complaining about the whole game, saying, like, why am I only ever finding, like, Bidoof, Geodude, like, the sa- I'm finding the same three to five Pokemon every single area. And I'm like... That's weird. Well, that's weird. And then he goes to the underground and he's seeing like Baneri and he's seeing, um, oh my gosh, I forget his name, but the little scorpion uh, Pokemon. I'm like, these Pokemon were introduced in Gen 4, I'm pretty sure. So like, why? Actually, I don't know if the little scorpion was, but Baneri was for sure. Uh, Baneri was absolutely uh, introduced in Gen 4. I'm like, I remember playing Pearl and like Baneri was a normal freaking, you would see it, you know, almost as often as Bidoof in some ways. Huh. And also, where's, like, all... I, I, it was just really strange how it's, like, why are they choosing to throw... It feels like they were th- choosing to throw a lot of Pokemon that are, like, native to Sinnoh and, and were introduced in the original Sinnoh games to be restricted to the underground. And which seems... Which feels really... I could be factually wrong on this. That was just our observation. 
for, like, he just didn't run to a lot of those Pokemon. Like, uh, the hippo Pokemon, the cute little ground hippo, like, he never ran into that. Ever. <laughs> he And they're underground. And I'm like, I just don't, you know, they have, like, you have a the final evolution of Dusclops, right? Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that I'm failing with all these Pokemon names. I hope you all know what I'm talking about. I'm usually pretty better with Pokemon names. I'm, I'm sure just people failing. do. <laughs> but you know what? Like, the third evolution of that line, that the cool, like... I think it's Dusclops uh, evolution. That was introduced in Sinnoh too. It's like you never run into him. And granted, I don't think you're supposed to in the wild. But still, it's like you didn't run any, like, I don't know. It was very strange because I'm just like, why would they? Like, I understand restricting Pokemon from out of Sinnoh to be in the underground. That makes a lot of sense to me, actually. So then it's like you could bring in way more Pokemon that weren't in the original games because they exist now, right, for one. Mm-hmm. And you can throw them in the underground. That's a very cool concept. And they did do that with some Pokemon, but then it's like there's still so many that are from Sinnoh and should be in Sinnoh, but they somehow took them from their natural habitat and threw them underground. It didn't make any sense huh. to me. So that I was mean, really frustrating um, to watch. I gave up on Pokemon names, by the way, after the ice cream cone thing. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know his name. It starts with a V, I'm pretty sure. Um... <laughs> I got but mad and was like, I'm done paying attention. <laughs> I could probably name gold and silver, red and blue Pokemon. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I stopped after 151. <laughs> that anyway. was just, oh, that thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I recognize all of them. I just don't always know the names. Um, yeah. There's so many now. So <laughs> I will play Brilliant Diamond. Um, it was also just crazy because, like, the affection mechanic is just broken. It's completely broken. Like, he was able to win this Nuzlocke, like, almost easily. Kind of easily. Again, he only had one death and it was technically postpartum. Uh, like, technically post-beating Cynthia, if you count it, mm-hmm. like, technicalities. Um, and it's, a lot of it was because his Pokemon loved him so much that they would crit all the time. They would dodge attacks all the time, and they would shake <laughs> off status ailments, and they would clutch out, um, like, hits that would normally kill them. And I just don't know how I feel about it. Because on one hand, it's like, just makes the game, like, really easy, I feel. But then on the other hand, hmm. he brought up, he was like, oh, well, actually, this is, like, kind of nicer for story reasons even though there's like never any story in like a lot of, most of those games but it's like story like most trainers you fight are like oh wow your pokemon's so strong probably because their bond with you is so strong and that was never actually a thing in the original games but now it's like literally a gameplay mechanic so it's like i don't know hmm. how to feel about hmm. it right huh. um anyway i've talked enough about brilliant diamond i'll i'll play it you know, he, he beat it, so that means I'll play it. I just don't know when because I'm playing so many other games. That plus, I bought Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. Nice. <laughs> I bought Devil May Cry because I, I've been wanting to play it, and it, it'll be my first Devil May Cry game, um, but it'll be on the PS5, and that's really cool. Um, and it was on sale. That's why I got it because I was waiting for it to go on sale, so I got it for 10 bucks off. Um, so I got that, and I also, um, even though t- technically this isn't a game itself, it's related to gaming, I bought an external SSD for my PS5, and I'm really excited there about it, go. because what I didn't realize is that you can literally play PS4 games off of that external hard drive. You don't need to move it to your right. internal oh, cool. PS5 SSD, which is great, because I, like, I was like running out of room on my PS5. I only had a couple PS5 games, but they're so big, mm. and I had all this PS4 stuff that I wanted to carry over. Mm. Um, but now it's like not nearly as much an issue. And I have a two terabyte because it was, you know, it was on sale. 
Nice. And yeah. I was like, you know what? These hands are just going to get smart. bigger and bigger. Like, they're not going to get smaller. Mm-hmm. They're just going to get bigger in size. And so I might as well get something that's going to last for a while. Um, and so I'm, like, pretty happy about it. It was really easy to set up. It was really easy to transfer all my stuff. It was, like, actually so easy. I thought it was not going to be that easy. So if that's something I just, you know, listeners, if you have a PS5 and you're considering getting some external storage or you're really frustrated with how much storage is on your PS5 slash how, you know, the lack of storage, um, definitely look into that because I already am seeing that it's it's probably worth it. So, yeah, I mean, that's what I did with um, my, my PS4 stuff. Yeah, I, I used my my external when I got my PS5, I just plugged my external right in and it just updated everything. Like, yeah, si- since I hadn't had a, a PlayStation in a while. I have a SSD, I think, for my PS4. Yeah. And and so what you can do is you can basically save all your PS4 stuff on the external and just have the internal uh, storage for your PS5 stuff. Yeah. And then even if That's you have smart. like too many PS5 games, you can offload them to the SSD and like re-downloading yeah. them is way faster you can move, and it doesn't yeah, have to. Yeah, you can to... move them. Yeah. So that's cool um yeah. yeah i've talked a whole lot but i i really have been playing way too many games i played a little bit more uh <laughs> super animal Royale gonna make up for the ones that i missed i guess so and well and i didn't watch any movies i didn't watch any tv so like this is my time to okay. be like here's all the things i did <laughs> there I just, you go like, yeah. need to calm down and i didn't choose. watch movies but i watched a lot of tv i see yeah <laughs> but anyway okay we can we can move on <laughs> cool <laughs> no cool <laughs> Uh, we'll get into the gaming news then. LJ, what's going on? Alrighty, so this first piece of news I, I find particularly exciting. Um, so the company that is work that has worked on um, DC Universe Online is has a Marvel MMO in development, and so that, that sounds uh, cool. Yeah, so so it it's um, I'm excited for it because like. DC Universe Online is one of those games I've played off and on for like the last 10 years. I think maybe it's been like a year or two at least since I played it last time, but it's just one of those ones I, I've, I'm able to return to like whenever I want and it's it's fun. I remember I actually paid whenever it was still a paid subscription game back on the PS3. I bought it and then it gave it gave me the Green Lantern stuff, so the first character I made was a Green Lantern. Uh, so nice. I was super stoked. Um uh, but um, Dimensional Inc. Studio is the studio that's doing this. Um, they do have a one big final update for... Um, I don't know if it's final, but it's a next like massive update for um, DC Universe. Um, and what I didn't know was that apparently the former head of... Uh, there used to be another really cool superhero MMO out there back in the day called City of Heroes. And I didn't realize that... Um, Apparently somebody from the development team there is actually head of this studio. So I'm like, oh, well, that makes perfect sense why I enjoyed DC Universe because City of Heroes was one of those ones that like my brother played. But like even I hopped on there and played a little bit and had I made Beautiful Joe uh, one time, (laughs) uh, the GameCube character. And like I made him like a speedster and everything. Um, Mm -hmm. But like and it's. It, I, I like DC Universe enough to where it makes me excited for this Marvel MMO because there was one called, oh, what was it? It was like Marvel Heroes or something. And it was a Diablo clone where everybody just had different skins of characters they would pick. And you'd see like a ton of Hulks running around or a ton of like Wolverines or Cyclopses. And it was kind of silly, um, mm-hmm. but it was like a dungeon crawler thing. Um, okay. But this, this isn't like in this one, it sounds like you're going to be able to 
create your own hero or villain within the Marvel universe, just like yeah. you can in, oh, in DC. Right. So um, it's a fun concept for sure. I I know. Yeah, I, I I've been trying to like stay away from from the MMO scene lately, just because I know they're time sinks and some of them have subscriptions but i'm like yeah yeah Yeah. but i'm like you know what when this comes out when if if slash when it comes out i'm going to jump on this just because i've had experience with dc universe and if if it's basically dc universe but marvel i'm totally down yeah that sounds cool so yeah it's exciting um so yeah and then the next piece of news um is that uh the voice actor who is supposed to play Wesker in the Resident Evil 4 remake, which is still not even a confirmed thing yet. Like, there's been leaks and stuff like that. Um, he's leaked some concept art, apparently, and it's one of those things where the guy... Del- like, I guess he deleted his Twitter, like, right away <laughs> after he did it. Um, so, it's, it's another breadcrumb to be like, you know, they are working on another Resident Evil 4 remake or they're working on a remake for resident evil 4 um <laughs> this doesn't surprise me because they had the resident evil 4 vr thing come out uh, in the last few months mm-hmm. and then but I, I personally don't believe there needs to be one because resident evil 4 still holds up really well to this day but yeah i'm sure it'll be good if it's got a fresh coat of paint and updated mechanics and all the things that resident evil 2 and 3 have i, I think it'll be good but i'm just like eh, i don't know if we need one of those right now hmm. um Cool. But yeah, yeah, more Resident Evil, and I think if they do remake it, it'll be a good time for people to jump into that story anyway. So it's not like a bad thing, but I'm just like, that thing still holds up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third piece of news uh, is nothing too crazy, um, but it's kind of just like, wow, uh, because uh, Smash Ultimate is getting its final update, which is like a balance patch. Yep. So uh, it's just like, uh, oh, wow, like that's that's it. It seems <laughs> like an end of an era. It seems so soon. Yeah. But the game's been out four or five it years. It came out in 2018, but it was like December. It was still fresh out when we went to PAX South. Okay, so three years. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem like very long for I know. a game. Some people... And fighting games have been like doing updates for a while, too. Like Tekken came out yeah. years ago, and that game yeah. has had like season passes and like street fighters season passes i mean i know it's different well, i guess but plus this being the ultimate right. version you would think that it, they would just keep it i would mm-hmm. think that they would milk it for everything it has but no yeah i don't i don't think nintendo's like that nintendo i mean i think about splatoon mm-hmm. and splatoon 2 like they yeah. really don't want to put that much more work into that they have to yeah they're like okay we're gonna do these fun splat fests and then we're Hopefully. gonna stop and now the game's done. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, they really aren't super yeah. big on post support. Like, obviously, I mean, yeah. honestly, the way Ultimate was able to last as long as it did, just like Smash 4 was able to live as long as it did um, because of DLC. And, like, this one's lasting yeah. longer than it could have because the fact that they had yeah. two rounds of DLC. Um, they spread them out nicely, too. Right, yeah. So, like, that was smart, and, like, they needed to do that. But, you know, same thing with Animal Crossing, where they're just like, oh, we're just gonna, like... Like, they've, I guess they... Animal Crossing may not be a good example, um, because they, like, finally released a bunch of stuff for it, but it's, like, also took them forever, and it was... Mm. Most people felt abandoned 
with Animal Crossing by Nintendo until these really recent updates. So And we all got back in. We're suckers. I know. So that's <laughs> it's it's a weird thing, but honestly mm-hmm. it's not surprising. It's just funny how some people think this is gonna like break the meta, but really like most people are also saying like it's probably just gonna be really tiny changes or barely any changes. Um yeah. honestly I kinda hope there's barely any changes, if anything. Um I just don't want more get, characters that are already broken to get more broken. Like, I don't want Pikachu to get better. Um, <laughs> I, if anything, I'd like Isabel to get better, but I don't really think that's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but it's definitely not going to be anything game-breaking, in my opinion. Right, right. In my, it's going to be stuff. Yes, in my prediction, yeah. I should say. Yeah, I was going to say, it's going to be stuff that the casual player won't, won't even notice. Exactly, right. right. They're... Mm-hmm. I still remember when they announced it, guy. and they were like, we're never going to have this many characters in a game again. They're like, if we ever make up another Smash Bros, this is this is it as far as licensing goes. <laughs> like, they worked so hard That's to get everything wild. in this. Yeah. Hopefully that was... Sakurai can like rest now. I want to yeah. rest, but at the same time, <laughs> I also want another Kid Icarus game. So I'm okay, like, yeah. okay, get your rest in, but then... Please help get a curse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rest. I want him to rest, though. It's way more important. Well, I mean, that could be a rest as for him, like to do something totally do different. Something, yeah. Because for him, it's yeah. like, I feel like Smash was, is, is very taxing on him because I don't even mm-hmm. know necessarily how much he cares. He's just the one that does the job. He's the one who's good at yeah. it. He's, it has man. to be him. Kid Icarus feels way more like a passion project of his than it right. does a than you know smash it might even be in the announcement trailers he seemed very over smash bros he was just yeah. like well i mean i hope you guys smash like this because i'm done everyone that comes out he says now i'm done no more yeah yeah so, it's like miyazaki making movies yeah oh yeah we never put that in the notes anywhere that That's was a couple true. of I weeks didn't ago about that yeah, yeah i think yeah, a couple yeah, weeks ago now i guess this is uh Preview. I don't know if it's news at this point. Miyazaki's always making one more film. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Every it's couple a, years. It's a meme. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, End of an era. Yeah. That, that's the gaming news. Cool. I wonder if they will care less now about uh, online tournaments and stuff that they were. Well, here's the weird about. thing. Did you guys hear that they're sponsoring a tournament? Wow. wow that's cool that's actually huge that news it wasn't i don't even think is. it was last week i think it might have been the week before i, I didn't bring it up because i didn't i don't know i didn't bring it up but uh yeah that it that is actually something they're partnering with panda panda global well it's not Panda global mm-hmm. anymore it's just panda, 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 um, panda which is an esports organization so it's actually crazy but we don't really know more details and we don't know like at the, half people are like oh it's gonna be items on it's gonna be like <laughs> it's probably gonna be you know final smash it, on or something it's like be terrible. you're right it could be but they are literally working <laughs> with an esports organization on it um an esports that loves like panda has a lot of top players um they have esam and they have mars and they have um wadi for just to name a couple they have ibw on the melee side so um It'll be interesting to see, but I'm pretty sure they even said Ultimate and Melee. Obviously not Project cool. M. They will never support Project M. But mm-hmm. that is something, and that blew everybody's mind. Dust off them GameCubes. I think also Ludwig <laughs> uh, announced like today that he's going to be doing a tournament in 2022. Um, future of Smash is still looking bright, potentially, even with this patch being the last mm. patch. That's good. Cool. 
Right on. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll get into movies then. Again, didn't watch any movies. Almost saw Ghostbusters Thanksgiving, but uh, ended up not going. Uh, so, yeah, LJ, I'll stick with you. Oh, I'm excited <laughs> about this. Yeah. Uh, so, I watched Eight um, Bit Christmas, and uh, this one kind of like snuck in like a month or two ago. Um, there was a trailer for it, and so it stars Neil Patrick Harris. Is it streaming and he's anywhere? Narrating the story, huh? Is it streaming anywhere? Or is it theaters? Oh, it's on HBO Max. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. It it kind of like that's why I said it like snuck in there. Yeah. Um, so it's with uh, Neil Patrick Harris, and he's narrating the story. It's it's very much a modern take on a Christmas story, mm-hmm. which to me, I, I'm gonna get some angry tweets for this probably, but a Christmas story feels like so outdated at this point. <laughs> but yeah. but this one this one feels like it's a nice like it jumped up in, in time a bit um so it's the story about um this kid trying to acquire an nes and kind of all the crazy shenanigans that he and his friends go through to play one to get one and it's kind of like those who know, don't know and i just thought about this some people might not an nes was the first nintendo console <laughs> oh wow that's <laughs> That makes me feel old. <laughs> I just thought about I that. Mean, I was like, there might be so- <laughs> <laughs> some listeners wow. that are like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, yeah. So a Nintendo, basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so, I mean, that's the thing too, is like the, um, it's set in 88, but, and, and that's still like beyond my time, but like, at least like, I feel like I can still understand some of that nostalgia because I've, you know, I remember having one as a kid and yeah. Um, I still have but one it just... working on my TV. Nice. Can't oh, play Duck right. Hunt, though, because Duck Hunt doesn't work with... Uh... You need a CRT. Yep, you need the old school TVs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, it, it feels so relevant today because people are still trying to get consoles, PS5s, and Xboxes, and it's it very much relates to consumer culture today. And mm-hmm. so I think it'll be relevant. And, um, yeah, it's basically a story about, like him uh like telling his daughter the story about how he got an nes because his daughter really wants an iphone for christmas um mm. because she's having to text her friends on his phone all the time <laughs> and she's a, it's like a young little girl she's like 10 or 10 years old or so yeah. um but it's a it's a very nice nice story it's it's got a nostalgic like vibe like it's not going to be a classic by any means but it feels like it very well could like it it could be like it's going to for me, it. like it feels yeah, it feels like this could have came out in the 90s or something, or in, like, the early 2000s, and it could have been a classic. Um, cool. So, yeah, it's it's all right. Like, it's nothing, like, great. It's nothing outstanding, but, like, it's a, it's a good watch for the holidays. So, uh, I recommend it if you got HBO Max. Yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. Yep. Shelly, did you see any movies? Uh, no. No? All right. <laughs> we'll get to the news. Um, a movie that I'm sure that we will... I'll probably be seeing pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Shelly. Yeah, so, um, actually, I'm going to first talk about the uh, non-real news, because we always have more The suspense. News. Okay. <laughs> um, so, we got a trailer for Rumble, which um, I actually <laughs> think we have talked about on the show before. Um, I think there was a teaser or at least an announcement as early as like, like a last year. year ago. Yeah. 
And okay. um, I, remember. I remember we mentioned it. I remember we sort of talked about it. So this is a animated um, movie mm-hmm. that's going to be on Paramount Plus. So yes, rip anyone rip. who has more sensible streaming services because I don't know anyone with Paramount <laughs> Plus. But whatever. So I'm sure people do. Good I have a few friends so, that have it for uh, Yellowstone. Or Nickelodeon oh. stuff, I think. Yeah, Yellowstone's a big big show right now. That is so true. I just canceled my Paramount Plus like week trial last night. And it's like, hey, do you want to come back for a free month? And I'm like, with this movie coming out like very soon, I might take them up on that because Ooh. this movie looks up this this movie looks up my alley. It does look fun. So Yeah. 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 Like so, dang it, Paramount. <laughs> yeah. Um basically it's a movie about um wrestling monsters like big big monsters it kind of it reminds me a lot of that one movie that real steel yeah real steel yeah but instead of robots they're monsters and yeah it's a little bit more i'm bummed because i really want a more mature version of this and i know it's not gonna happen but i loved the idea behind uh the love death and robots i think it was the first episode yes Uh, they've changed the order of the episodes on netflix but i believe it was the first one that came out yeah, it's we super went weird. through the, we went through that dilemma when I was watching some of it. Yeah, season one. Me and LJ were talking, and I was like, the third like I had him memorized for some reason. Yeah, and he was like, no, yeah. that's not what happened in this episode. And uh, I went through, and I'm like, oh, these are all different. Yeah, the gladiator one was like the third or fourth one. And I specifically remember <laughs> it being the first. Um, there are a few other ones that were changed too, but it was yeah. this. I don't want to give anything away, uh, but basically, it was like they were controlling kaiju's with their mind. And then they mm-hmm. were battling them out in a in a ring, um, and it was more of like a UFC situation than a wrestling situation. Right. Uh, yeah. but it was such a cool concept, and I would have loved to see more of like that. Uh, I wish that idea would have become a full show. Um, Love Death the Robot hasn't had anything spin off yet, but there's a lot of possible spin off ideas in that that I think right. would be really mm-hmm. cool. But Rumble yeah. kind of is like that same idea, but for kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just, it's a, I don't know, it looks like a kind of fun, it kind of just looks like a fun movie. I don't know, it doesn't yeah. look like anything crazy, it just kind of looks like a, like a simple concept that could be very heartwarming and mm-hmm. family friendly, and you know, it doesn't make me sick to my stomach like Sing does. So, <laughs> hey, um, he does dance, I thought that was, I'm gonna love dancing. I love dancing, <laughs> but that's like such a, well, I mean, that's, it's yeah. like, a, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's I different. liked it. I thought yeah. the trailer yeah. was Yeah, it seems fun. Um, I care. I, I thought this was a better trailer than the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. What a transition. Um, so apparently <laughs> No Way Home. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was a quick, like... All right, let's go. <laughs> I was trying to be quiet. I was dying on the other side of the microphone. <laughs> I don't that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> that was I amazing. was just going to say how No Way Home tickets um, are, you know, for sale, but they <laughs> crashed not only the AMC site, but Fandango as well. And That's it's just insane. Me. It's crazy. It's like, I guess, I don't know. It's just crazy to me to think about how, like, why is this movie specifically gaining so much hype? Everyone's so excited to see. I mean, it could just be timing with COVID. I know so many people were still, like, very hesitant to go to theaters, especially, like, 
Mm-hmm. Even when Black Widow was out, they're like, oh, I don't really want to go to theaters for that. Which is fine. I mean, that's that's valid. Um, but it's just, like, crazy to me. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Dune should have gotten that treatment. Not No Way Home. Mm-hmm. It feels wrong to me. <laughs> but I just, I don't I know. I wonder, too, like, are the sales really that high? Like, are they beating, like, yeah. in-game or Infinity War? Or were the websites just not ready for right, the traffic? Yeah. If so, then why not? I do have a friend who, I have a coworker who um, wanted to get, you know, Thursday night tickets. And um, he said that when he went to the site, or I don't know, which I don't even know if it was one of these sites, but when he was getting his tickets, the theater was like full. And he was like, oh. And I'm just like, yeah, that's really weird. I, I haven't, I mean, it's been literally over a year. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't even think that was, I mean, maybe some theaters. But for Dune, I don't... Was it that popular? I don't even think that. No. I think people were still, like, not really going to theaters for that. Um, <clears throat> and granted... I think they, more people went to see King Kong versus Godzilla than they went to see Dune, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And I, again... There, I, there were bigger movies, I think. I will say, Dune. Like, like... yeah, Dune will be a slow burn. I think it'll do really well in the long run. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I'm sure... It'll get that treatment for the second part of Dune when uh, maybe COVID is less uh, prevalent. Um, Mm. I don't know. It's just like, I just feel like I'm missing something. I feel like people are really, 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 really excited for these movies. And because they're like, and I ask and they're just like, oh, I'm just a huge Spider-Man fan. I'm like, well, Spider-Man's like my favorite superhero. So what am I, like, why am I not... And I was talking to LJ about it earlier. He said, well, you know why? It's, it's nostalgia. It's the thing you hate. And I'm like, oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely. I mean, literally, true. like, when yeah. when there's leaks and rumors about, the, you know, the other Spider-Man coming, that's when people go, oh, I haven't seen one of those in a long time. Let's go. It's just kind of weird how, like, yeah. <clears throat> Into the Spider-Verse is such a good movie. It's, like, the top tierest movie I can think of. It's, like, one of I the best movies. Hate it's one of my favorite movies. that the MCU bit bit that off so quickly. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's Not that they're biting it off, but yeah. still, like, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's the play. But it could be a great movie. And honestly, I, I hope it is. I hope it's really good. I, I That's all I want is for it to be a natural good movie. You've heard me ramble mm-hmm. about this enough times on this podcast. But... <laughs> I think just with that bit of news, I'm just a little confused and frustrated that Disney really has this chokehold on the entertainment industry. I think that's another part of it where mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, gosh, dang it. Like, they can really just do whatever yep. and and they're just going to have people eating out of their hands. Um, at least when it comes to nostalgia. Because, like, Black Widow, I know, mm-hmm. did not do it that well, but it also was not nostalgic at all. It was it was kind of, they were trying to do a new story. They were trying to do a new thing. Same with Eternals. They did something totally fresh, totally new. And it definitely didn't hit all the marks that they were going for, but I still mm-hmm. liked it. And I think a lot of other people did, too. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, that was kind of weird. But it was, like, kind of good. It was, like, not mm-hmm. great, but it was fine. So I think yeah. with that, it's, like... Guardians of the Galaxy did really well, but it was hilarious. And for whatever reason, yeah. the audience seems to like, if it's something new, then it's got to be funny. You think like Ant-Man 2. Yep. Um, yeah. It's got to have, it's either nostalgic or funny, and you got to pick one. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is going to be nostalgic and funny. Yeah, probably. So... <laughs> they need to just, viewers need to break that habit, but it's hard to control an entire society's likes and dislikes. Or mm-hmm. people are going to make what, where the money goes. I think that was Eternal's biggest thing is the 
the humorous beats weren't nearly like it wasn't a full-on comedy like guardians and i liked it but i think it probably would have done better if it had been a full-blown comedy um, which would have been kind of annoying because we've seen that before i never really yep. thought it needed to be a comedy i never i think just impression. for people to like it like everyone to have come and got it there, there was definitely I didn't want it to be a an era of yeah. marvel where they went heavy on comedy yeah like ant-man and like guardians were like very new to people I, I don't know. Mm. I get annoyed when everyone absolutely all the time needs like some sort of quippy line. Like I hate that. I yeah. hate it a lot. So and, actually... and Spider Man is the OG quipster. Like you know he's yeah, but he is the quipster. We don't need everyone to have <laughs> yeah. quips. We don't need everyone. Yeah, exactly. it's Spider Man's thing. That's part of his we d- thing. It was a good movie, but we didn't need Thor to be the funny guy as well. Devil's advocate of that theory is uh, Suicide Squad, the first one. Um, yeah, they tried kind of making that a Guardians of the Galaxy esque thing, and it failed pretty miserably. But mm-hmm. it yeah. was also was something that it was too. not. Yeah, it wasn't like supposed to be some comedy Guardians of the Galaxy ripoff. Yeah, it was like they wanted totally that different. vibe, and then they got it later with <laughs> James Gunn. But yeah, you want a James it, Gunn movie? Yeah. Get James Gunn. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, kind of a tangent, but yeah. So no, that, um, that makes sense. That also segues into our final news, also Spider-Man related. So um, we actually got confirmation from Sony, uh, one of the Sony directors, by the way. Um, so pretty up there. Producer. Confirming that they're... What? Producer. Yes, mm-hmm. producer, sorry. Not director. Um, we'll be confirming three more Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, specifically MCU movies. So that actually is really good to know because um, mm-hmm. there was obviously a lot of like confusion of like, oh, is he going to go back to sony like what's this licensing gonna look like, like even tom holland happen? thought he was done yeah, yeah um he was very the, like unsure the subtitle of the article is like somebody tell tom holland somebody yeah tom he tom just holland. put out a statement i think last week two weeks ago that he uh didn't want to play spider-man mm-hmm. past his 30s yep and uh past 30 and then uh he thought maybe he was done because of like he hasn't doesn't have a contract or anything <laughs> yeah that's yeah. crazy. It's like I just yep. bet that Feige was not okay with that statement because yeah, they're very like, specific about when they announce things. Oh yeah, and and that's why they've been playing with our minds with all these trailers too. It's like everything Marvel does is very deliberate, and I feel like that overstepped something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's weird to be like, oh yeah, so we this you know No Way Home is going to be an end of a it's going to be like a trilogy kind of in itself, right? Probably. Right, but the fact that they're mm-hmm. confirming three more movies is like kind of absurd to me. I'm just like, wow, really? Like three more movies, yeah. and no one else really gets this treatment. Like no one else is gonna get six movies. Six movies, unless you think, unless you consider like you know, every Avengers movie is also like an Iron Man movie or a Captain America right. movie. But even then, I don't even think the math lines up for that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like Spider-Man's a super popular character. I guess they must be really, really, really confident in the um and how no way home is going to go um mm-hmm. for people and and to be able to lead into not one not two but three more um tom holland mcu movies and it's not necessarily like miles morales yeah yeah and honestly it can be it could be yeah cool to see miles morales i think um one thing i want to see in no way home that doesn't involve like weird nostalgia or like you know seeing andrew garfield or tom mcguire popping up out of nowhere 
Um, honestly, if I were to see any other alternate Spider-Man in there, I would want to see Yuri, uh, Yuri Lowenthal Spider-Man for PS4, but that's not going to happen. So, oh, um, that's the only one where be, I would pop off. The only one. That'd be great. That'd be, cool. <laughs> that'd be so cool. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> What I was going to say is, like, I want to see, like, and we've already kind of seen it in, like, you know, the first Spider-Man um, MCU movie, like, he was still very fresh, and he's still kind of figuring stuff out. Like, not necessarily relearning his powers, but, like, we didn't get to see him really utilize Spider-Sense ability until the second movie. And so what I think would be super cool in No Way Home is to see him really, like, become that Spider-Man that he, he's, you know, Honed really powerful. Yeah. Abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, like you do play in PS4 Spider-Man, for example. Um, mm-hmm. And then it'd be really cool in that, in, you know, those next three movies where he just becomes, yeah, just top tier ideal um, Spider-Man, Peter Parker at his best. And then whenever something happens with that, or that's, you know, he's at the climax or he's done, then you can move on to Miles Morales and he could be like a mentor at some point. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I think that, cool. that would be my ideal sort of like line Like the Rocky through. Creed kind of a thing. Like. Yeah. Um, obviously I don't know if that's going to happen. Probably it won't, but who knows? That's something where it's like, Oof. at least I can see content and character development from Tom Holland's MCU um, Spider-Man because one, they're setting him up to be sort of like an Iron Man replacement in the last movie. Um, so there's a lot of character development opportunity there, but two, it's like, yeah, he's still only just figuring out some of his powers like Spider-Sense, um, being mm-hmm. such a broken ability, um, that he's only just sort of figuring out. So I guess we'll see how it goes in No Way Home. Um, and we'll see how that might relate to, that's just like three, three is so many. Mm-hmm. That's like so I saw the first time the she's future. done something like that though. I remember... There was some like I think they were sitting she next to each other. About something else, and it was about uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. him being part of like the Venomverse. Right? Um, yeah, I like, do remember that before Venom One, I think. And Feige was like, "No." <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe so, Disney will be like, "Uh, <laughs> they might release a yeah. statement or something." That'd be. Funny. I hope that they're not like because she said that. No more. Yeah. Um, I doubt that'll happen, but. That would be funny. There's a couple things that make me excited for future movies, Um, but uh, I won't talk about that here because that gets into spoiler territory from other things. So, um, uh, but yeah, I I could see the potential for more, but um, it's also kind of like, oh, they should have just done this earlier. But, but yeah, I'm I think they're I think they should have done this way way later. And like Shelley was talking about, gone through that character development. This this seems Spider Man be Spider Man. Yeah. But we, we still have no idea what this what No Way Home is actually going to do, I think. No, yeah. I agree. I agree. <laughs> um, so but yeah. that's that's like in a couple weeks here. That's coming up quick. Yeah. I'm so excited. Like, yeah. It's crazy. Um that's our movie news. So sorry again that it's so Spider Man heavy and I don't mean to always be like a salty person when it comes to Spider Man. <laughs> I do really like Spider Man and I hope it does well. I just I'm just confused. That's all. So I even know. dropped Spider-Man in gaming. So uh... yeah, yeah, <laughs> everywhere. Marvel is taking over. Disney. Is one of the things over. that we used to do is uh, we'd rag on Nintendo really bad, but it was because we loved Nintendo and wanted the best for Nintendo. And I'm yeah. pretty sure back then it was like the Wii U era. So we were just there was a lot to uh, to rag on. Yeah. We were just like, please mm-hmm. do better. <laughs> yeah. We want what's best for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we'll get into the TV then. Um, I watched a lot of TV. Um, okay, 
I'm gonna go through, and then we'll meet in the we'll meet at Hawkeye LJ. When I'm oh done. yeah, um, Tiger King. I don't have way much more to say to that. I, I finished it, so that's why I'm bringing it up again. Um, if you liked season one, then watch season two. If you don't care, then there's no reason to watch season two. Um, it's <laughs> really not that much more new information. Uh, it was like five episodes, so it was shorter than I thought it would be. And I definitely want more because I am kind of invested in this. And I was like, that's it. Um, but if you don't really care about the Tiger King case, uh, or what's his name? Joe Exotic's case, then mm-hmm. there's not. Or, Tiger King. yeah, or uh, I can't remember his name, Don something, uh, Carol Baskin's husband. That disappearance, they, they kind of dove into that a lot. Um, and that got way more interesting. There's a lot of new information out there about that. Wait, so... Is that her? No, that's that's her. That's a, her husband that, that was still alive, right? No, Don is the one who was possibly murdered, could be in um, Costa Rica. Oh, okay. I th- okay, I thought that was the name of but her current living. Given the uh, information, I find it very unlikely that he's in Costa Rica. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to give anything away. Go, go check it out. Um, I'm less in the belief that Carol Baskin, like, murdered him. Uh, that just seems kind of ridiculous the more that I'm learning. But uh, I definitely don't think he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> he was a shady dude. Um, mm. And I think Carol knew that something was going to happen to him. But that's just from a documentary that's very biased and uh, is trying to sensationalize. Right. So I haven't done much more investigation than that. Um documentary is really interesting to me cool yeah uh the other thing that i watched that i cannot uh rave enough about is i watched something else too i gotta put in here is arcane yeah i was like arcane i'm so glad you watched it because i was yeah cody would like this (laughs) i'm in love with it uh it was it's so good absolutely amazing the writing is wonderful Um, the one thing that I, i hate that they did um and maybe like and they probably had a purpose behind it because it got me so hooked i tell everyone like you have to watch three episodes i was like you might not be hooked in the first couple episodes they're good episodes and well yeah but like that third episode is what will like that's what's gonna bring you to the next like so fully invested they released yeah they released three at a time yes and so i i think i watched a couple of them like later or i watched i watched that first batch like later and then so i was like oh i need to watch this now and then the second act came out and then i was like i can't wait a week yeah. i gotta watch it now i'm really and glad so that, that i waited for it all to come out more. to watch it um because the third episode obviously there's some cliffhangers or we wouldn't be uh talking about yeah. the way it is it just having to wait a week for that i'm so glad i didn't have to do that uh, um, the waiting part was like yeah it's i mean we get everything right away now but it was also like ooh, like netflix doesn't do this yeah anymore you know so uh the art style i love the art style i love the animation quality um mm-hmm. i understand people saying that it was like next level i still think that ign was talking about when it compared it to into the spider-verse um that it was probably just saying it is as revolutionary in its uh storytelling right, and it, okay yeah it it's unique for sure i'll give it that yeah i don't think they were like comparing the art styles in any way um they're pretty right. different yeah I would compare it to like really it's not shade cell shading it's just like really it kind of looks like dreamworks to me 
like very comic booky, but also like I don't know. It it just feels like it should have been a movie to me. Like it was that high quality. Yeah, yeah. It felt like you were watching a movie. Um, yep. I felt like I was watching a DreamWorks movie that was just really, really long and so good. Mm-hmm. Um, Game of the Thrones writing, really sti- like Game of Thrones quality writing, minus the last two seasons of the Game of Thrones. I mean, like I the good say, Game of Thrones. Writing. <laughs> um, which is also really cool. Um, because no, I don't want to say any more than that. I it was just <laughs> the writing was really, really well done. Um, and I can't wait for a second season. Has this got you to install Wild Rift on your phone yet? No, maybe I should. I guess probably. I, it totally got me. Like I play maybe one match a day. I would like to know. <laughs> like, like I don't play any League of Legends, and so uh-huh. I didn't know any of these characters. So yeah. I was like, I didn't either. And I was gonna say, I don't for those too, which is what's really nice. Yeah, for those who have played the game, though, that's got to be really satisfying to watch the show. To see certain champions pop up. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, characters that I didn't realize. I just went through and looked at the roster just to know what was going on. Um, Oh, yeah. And there's, like, you don't know certain characters or, like, who they are until later. Um, So that's really cool. But, yeah, I had no knowledge of League of Legends whatsoever, um, except that it's a MOBA. That would be my only knowledge. I maybe played once or twice with Muse. I've never touched it. Maybe a while back, you know, but that was all I've ever like known about League of Legends. I recommended this show to my mom, and my mom doesn't watch anything huh. animated. Wow. Okay. So I mean, I can see that there there's some stuff where I do tell my parents like, hey, like this maybe seem kind of weird, but the story's really good. worth it. And and that's what I, I really love about Arcane more than anything is the story. Yeah. I yeah. I feel like, and again, I haven't seen it, or at least not yet, but um, it's it sounds like it checks like so many boxes for what the ideal media from to be produced from a video game mm-hmm. uh yeah is because like we talked about this you know stuff before how like you know there's so many failures of video game movies but it's like here's something that you know is a moba um with a lot of you know i don't know mm-hmm. controversy is the right word just a lot of feelings a lot of people just hate <laughs> league of legends and a lot of people mm-hmm. love league of legends it's actually pretty funny um, like, I don't, I don't know how many tweets I've seen with people saying, like, please watch Arcane, please never play League. Like, you'll hate it, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's like, you know, MOBAs don't really have story. and But here they're like, they have these cool, like, character designs, and, and they have a very, like, interesting world that they created simply for the gameplay aspects. But then they're like, well, we have something here. We already have a world. We already have characters. Like, let's make something out of this. Um, and the fact that it's beautiful animation, um, original story, and something that, you know, the fact that people are, like, considering playing League or playing, like, you know, Riot Games in general is, like, mm-hmm. very, very awesome. It's very impressive. Um, I do have some questions for you guys, though, since mm-hmm. I've heard nonstop praise about Arcane, but I have no idea what it's about. And I feel like no one has said any sort of premise. And I feel like for me to at least even hmm. get a little bit interested, I need at least a premise. I at least I can't just like I go into a show blind. I don't want to give too much away. Um, I would say that it maybe, is about maybe the setting is worth yeah it's, explaining. It's about two alley rats, um, in a steampunk era world. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's got very much like a Bioshock. With like, like magic as like a resource, kind of. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like it's in a fantasy world, obviously, like a 
like yeah with right. magic and wizards and things and the rest of the world hasn't even been explored but it's a steampunk in, in this show yeah yeah, yeah. And i know that's crazy too is there's a whole nother there's a whole world out there um i really want to play that rpg that just came out that jamie's streaming right now ruined king oh, but they're yeah. and past it's the medieval whole... side yeah yeah but it's like there's other regions of this world that have not been explored like i i i've hope that they maybe do other stuff that like shows more of the world because this is like like the center of the world almost it's a big city and all mm-hmm. the problems that come with that and stuff like that it's very political yeah yeah um political intrigue and betrayal and you know mm-hmm. all that kind i of hope stuff. that gives you enough without sharing too much right well that's something i had nothing before i just see characters and people are like oh these characters and i'm like also it's the only <laughs> netflix intro i don't skip because it's got a cool intro song yeah imagine dragons did the intro Oh, okay, but and that's the, the problem. That's what I've heard is everyone's like, oh. it's like whiplash. Because so many people are they Are they the Dragons. new Nickelback or something? Do people hate I, Imagine yeah. Dragons now? It's... I've heard that before. For me, I feel like it's the new Coldplay, in which uh, they're not okay. actually... Okay. It's not like they're not talented, um, and a lot of people like them. It's just, it almost feels so basic and so popular that it kind of becomes a meme in some ways mm-hmm. like i like nickelback <laughs> kind of yeah. like, i feel like nickelback's a little bit more extreme but it's i don't know okay i feel like yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I hear my a lot opinion of people on magic dragons like, i used to really okay. like it. i like the first album the first album mm-hmm. actually slaps but after that i was kind of like oh <laughs> I'll, I'll give it that a lot of their stuff does sound very similar but i, I like i it. mean so you hear like, it and you know exactly who they are like when you hear oh the yeah intro. yeah it's just, but, but i mean the whole soundtrack in that show is really good too though not just like the one song yeah they got a pretty pretty good soundtrack anyway but thank you mm-hmm. uh, that and also how long are each episode generally or an hour do they about an, you got yeah nine episodes okay. yep yeah there is one that was like 38 37 minutes it felt very short but mm. that's good to know because again it's like these are i i hear nothing like because i feel like even with squid game i at least was like oh i know what the show is about and so I like mm-hmm. it can interest me enough to watch, but I feel like Arcane people have talked like said like oh it's so so amazing, but there's like no context other than oh it's like off of League of Legends, and I'm just like I want something. So at least that's <laughs> giving me something. So yeah, I would recommend not watching the trailer as well. Yeah, just go right in. Um, All right. I, I watched the trailer watch. after watching a few of the episodes because um, I was showing it to someone else that I was trying to get hooked, and I showed it to them, but it felt very spoilery. The trailer did. Mm. So. Mm. I would go in cold, especially for those first three episodes. I, yeah, I would love a fighting game franchise to have something this good. Like, because that's basically yeah. like MOBAs. MOBAs don't have stories; they just have backstories, and that's kind of like what fighting games do. Like, yeah, yeah. exactly. The You're best, like... the best things we had are like the Mortal Kombat movie from back in the day, and then there was this really good Street Fighter two like anime movie from back in the day too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, but but that was that was kind of it. Like, I I really want. Uh, they haven't done that well. And... They had like that live action Tekken or the live action uh, Street Fighter. Oh gosh, the, the Tekken movie's bad, but I yeah. don't know why I still have it. Yeah, I still <laughs> like it. but 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 yes, like I want something of that cal of Arcane's caliber for a fighting game franchise. Because yeah, like it, it totally makes sense. It's like why remake or, or make a movie or a show off of something that already has really really a really great story, and right. just mm-hmm. remaking the story. Like why would you do that when you can rather. I, there's way more success Expand. to be found in yeah in games where it's like oh there's not yep. a lot of story or there's not a lot of plot um but there's iconic characters or there's like this interesting world that they create i think fighting games is a perfect example 
Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I would love to watch like a Guilty Gear show. That'd be oh, so cool. The story mode in that game is basically an anime in itself, anyway. I guess that's so. true, but perfect. still, it's like I, I think, but I think it's that's perfect. A great example, um, oh, yeah. or a great way to. It's it's good anime like nonsense. You have no idea what's going on, but it's, <laughs> yeah. I would have never good. watched the show if it hadn't gotten the, the reviews that it did. And, and nobody like, ever talked about the Dota one, like the what is it? Uh, oh, um, I forget the like subtitle, but Netflix about. had a oh, yeah, had yeah. a Dota Something. one. And nobody really like. I honestly eh, got like, the two I confused. I think I was just kind of like came and went. Yep. No, it's true. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we can move on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Highly recommend. It is way better than I would have thought that it could be. Oh yeah. Um. I agree. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite shows of the year. Uh, nice. <laughs> we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get into mm-hmm. Hawkeye then. Um. Which I don't know how you feel about LJ, but after Arcane, I'm like, it's okay, it's cool. Uh, it it always gets tough when we talk about Marvel shows because it's like, what can we say and what can't we? I mean, there's there hasn't really been any like major reveals or anything yet. Yeah. But I do like, I do like Kate Bishop a lot. Like, she's gonna be a real fun character. Yeah. Um, the the implications and just the way Hawkeye feels about his hero status is interesting because like. It's not that he's, like, trying to be humble about it. It's just he thinks he doesn't, like, deserve it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I really love the dynamic of, like, him having to live in this world as a hero, which is very much the antithesis, antithesis of Falcon having to live in that world and still having to overcome, you know, certain things, you know, uh, you know, in, in his dynamic. So, I mean, we've gotten to see a couple of different ways, like, that these characters live in a you know, post in game world and yeah. how people treat them. Like if you think about it, I saw this on Twitter, um, how rude the banker was to, you know, Falcon and, and all that stuff, but how Hawkeye got a free dinner, you know, like, yeah, it's just, it's wild, you know, like to see the, the two dynamics of it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, yeah, it's a good point. But, uh, yeah, but I, I really like Kate Bishop. She's going to be a real fun character. I think, Playing that Avengers game helped because I figured I kind of learned what character, what 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 that character was gonna be before watching the show, kind of a thing. Like, mm-hmm. um, it, it's gonna be fun, and uh, they haven't said yet, but I think there there's a character in that second episode. I think is supposed to be that Echo. Yes, person. Yes, it is. That, uh, so so that's that's the character we know nothing about, and all, you know so far, and so I think there's gonna be some cool stuff that's gonna come out of. I think it's only six episodes though. Hmm. which is good i mean there feige has mentioned that mm-hmm. he wants it to be like a christmas binge every year like a special yeah, that's yeah. so kind of gathered uh, it does yeah. feel very christmasy so far yep speaking of christmas stuff earlier yeah just, um it's cool i can't get over yeah. the meme like i i know nothing about the hawkeye show uh-huh. you know uh-huh. besides the fact of the you know the trailers except for the the <laughs> the thanos was right on the sink I, i've seen that meme oh, so many oh, times yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so funny it's so funny it's like <laughs> it makes me want to watch the show kind of but also not like it's it's so funny his face and the fact that someone just thanos was right like oh my gosh it's also great <laughs> a great meme template so that's <laughs> yeah i'm a. I do this thing with shows and i don't know why i do it where I, like there have been rumors that kingpin's gonna be in it and I probably won't be happy until I see Kingpin. And I've done that since like the Transformers movies, 
when they had G.I. Joe movies and there were talks about them, like, colliding. <laughs> and you're like... Never got my Cobra Kai. Or not Cobra Kai, uh... What, what was it? Cobra... Cobra Con. Cobra Con Alliance. Cobra Con. Yeah. Cobra Kai. <laughs> Never got my Cobra <laughs> Con Alliance. Um, yeah. So, hopefully, I can get past that. Echo seems cool. And uh, there's a story beat in the comics about Hawkeye uh, that they revealed really early on um, in the show. And I was really surprised that we just, like, went there immediately and didn't really, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't explain it. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I know... I think I know what you're meaning, but yes, that is a cool, crazy dynamic that they added in there. Yeah, so I think, if I'm right, Echo is uh, probably going to have stuff, something to do with that. I think that could be yep. interesting. Um, yep. <laughs> well, he's got to watch our words really carefully on the on the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm just, I'm really hoping we get a kingpin. I hope so, too. When does Spider-Man because come out? I'm all 17th. 17th? Here's my theory. We're not going to get a Kingpin uh, reveal until Spider-Man comes out <laughs> because they're going to do a Daredevil reveal. Oh, my gosh. And you can't have Kingpin come out in Hawkeye before Spider-Man gets Daredevil because that would just, like, cheapen the uh, Spider-Man movie. Um, we don't need it, but I would absolutely love Daredevil <laughs> to, like... I'm considering rewatching the Daredevil show lately just because of all this. I'd like, rather have Daredevil reveal than Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yes. I would I'm rather, right there. I would rather, for sure. I'm right 100%. there. I will say, though, um, watching the show so far, it's grounded enough that a Kingpin would make a lot of sense. Uh, Daredevil's nice. Kingpin specifically would we work, We could also get Daredevil and She-Hulk, or at least Matt Murdock. Yeah. I don't even care with soft reboots yeah. of the characters. Like, if you want to throw the other stuff away, keep the characters, and just, like, say that mm-hmm. they've lived in this universe the whole time, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Um... But anyways, I don't know. We'll see. I would assume that yep. we don't get Kingpin until Spider-Man comes out. Mm. Holding to it, it probably isn't going to happen. Uh, it's probably Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. all over again for me. But oh. um, I watched so much Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because they yeah, said it was did. connected. And like, I went back <laughs> to watch burned. the end of that show. And as soon as I knew that it wasn't good, I was like, I don't like the show. I've watched this the whole time, and I really didn't enjoy it that much. Once you got to the last episode, you're like, I actually don't like this. I watched, I didn't, I watched the second to last season all the way through, I think. Oh. And I was like, I'm not watching another season of this. <laughs> wow, it took you that long. Yeah. I just, crazy. I believed. I was like, just going to come out of that portal in Endgame, and it's going to be Quake. <laughs> <laughs> Never happened. Oh. Um, <laughs> but Daredevil is different. I think there's a lot of there's a lot more rumor about it too. A lot of rumblings. Yep. All right. What else did you watch, LJ? Uh, real quick, I I mentioned last week that I was watching Mythic Quest on Apple TV Plus, and I finished both seasons of it, and that show is super good. And I'm also, I don't know how to feel because it's like that's one of those season ends where it's like all these characters go so many different ways, mm-hmm. and I'm like. How are you going to follow that up in a season three? <laughs> so I'm just like, I have feelings and emotions that like, it's a super funny show, but then it got like deep and uh, I'm like, Oh, uh, like, it, it tugs, it tugs on emotions and like you get so attached to these characters. And, um, uh, I don't know when season three of that's supposed to come out. I'll have to look that up, but now I can jump to Ted Lasso, which I'm so excited to watch that. Cause I've heard nothing but good things about Ted yeah, Lasso. People are popping off about it. My parents really like Ted Lasso. <laughs> oh <my laughs> nice. God. 
Yeah, I have six months of Apple TV for free, so I'm going to milk that for all it's worth in the next six months. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, that's it. All right, well, we'll get into the TV news then. Uh, probably the smallest piece of news. This one I was kind of grasping for straws, looking for something. Um, but Peacemaker, <laughs> a clip came out. Um, apparently at San Diego Comic-Con. Is that happening? Did I read that right? That was a while back, wasn't it? Oh, maybe. I don't know. The story said or that... New York Comic Con or something. I saw something on uh, Screen Rant about him like making a small appearance on... <clears throat> oh, so maybe they just put it out. Uh, maybe it was a thing they had at San Diego. That could be. I was really confused. I was like, there should be way more movie and TV news at San Diego <laughs> yeah. Comic Con going on. Anyways, uh, there's a Peacemaker clip that has been released. It's just like a small clip of him in the hospital uh, talking to a janitor. And it's <laughs> very, like, R-rated. Nothing's uncut in YouTube. It's vulgar. Here. Yeah, but it's so funny. <laughs> it is. Um, I think that Janitor is going to be my favorite character of the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that's about it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just him, like, talking to that Janitor just about leaving. Yeah. And he's trying to make friends, and he's just not good at making friends, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I still don't know how I feel. Avatar: The Last Airbender is going to start filming in a couple weeks. It is happening. That is a show that will exist for better or worse. I'm hopeful. The thing that made me excited to at least give this show a chance is that the dad from Kim, from Kim's Convenience is playing Uncle Iroh. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I'll watch anything wow. that dude is in. I guess, but we'll see. I... I really I know. Think I'll, I'll give it a chance. I don't I don't have high expectations, but yeah. I'm like, okay. I like the actor they me. have for Ong. I'm just kidding. Ang. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no. uh. If it's Ong, we riot. <laughs> oh yeah. Walk away immediately. <laughs> oh, I mean it seems gosh. like the cast is pretty solid, but that doesn't mean the show is gonna be good. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be good. I think the actors are going to try their best, and I won't blame the actors for one second. But, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. sure the writing will be trash. I haven't seen good um, CGI from Netflix yet. So, like, it seems yeah. really ambitious to put a show out with the CGI. And then Paramount like Plus being a thing, I feel like, I don't know. I'm surprised I didn't move to Paramount Plus. Yeah, it feels feels weird. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. I want more Avatar stuff from the creators. Which, I mean, they're doing. They're doing, they have their own thing. Little universe they're making. Yeah. That's so. when you're probably going to have to subscribe to Paramount Plus. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Everything that they oh, make. Man. I'm Speaking of, Dragon Prince. Please give me more Dragon Prince. Please. There's no segue there. I just want it. Please. I <laughs> um, It's been so long. I guess I could rewatch the show. It's been long enough now. I've kind of forgotten a lot. The show's so good. Um, another show that's great <laughs> is Cobra Kai. There's a segue. Yeah. It was a slow burn. Uh, <laughs> Cobra Kai season five is going to be wrapping filming soon. Uh, if that confuses you, uh, season four has not come out yet. Comes out at the end of the month or at the beginning of the year, I believe. Yep. It's like right in that window. Again. Um, yep. So I had COVID when I watched it last I'm thinking in one day. my prediction with this um, is that it'll probably come out in six to eight months after uh, season four comes out. And that's really cool mm-hmm. because Netflix was kind of on a roll with that before COVID. 
they were really cranking stuff out. Voltron would get mm-hmm. like these half season. Uh, it was kind of like a mid season almost, and then it would come out every six months. And I remember that. I was so confused. Yeah, <laughs> it was always coming out. <laughs> um, and if yeah. they do that with Cobra Kai season four, and it goes into season five, and they're you know shorter episodes, I don't know if there's a confirmed episode list or not for season four. Um, that's fine with me. I like I enjoy getting something every every few months rather than binging something and then waiting a whole year for something else. Um, so I'm hoping that this means that not just Cobra Kai, but other things are going to start ramping up production again, too. Um, yeah. And we'll start getting the shows that we love more frequently again. Uh, time will tell. We'll see. Yeah. I would say Stranger Things is an example, but I think Stranger Things is on its last season, isn't it? Uh, I think it's getting close. I don't think this is its last season, but I think... Or maybe it's one more after this. Only like... They said it was getting... Yeah, close. I was going to Yeah, they had a finite yeah. number, and they were like, it's happening. So, we'll see. I think there's maybe this one and maybe one more. Okay. I, I, off the top of my head. Cool. More Dragon Prince, please. More Last Kingdom. <laughs> more Cobra Kai. Um, we're getting Cobra Kai, so that's fine. You guys got to pass. Um, there was a pun in there for karate, but I don't know what it was, so... Yep. All right. <laughs> you kicked it out the window. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, the podcast there, guys. Oh, um, this is not really a geeky thing, but I'm really proud of it. I uh, there is a I went to a new gym the last couple of weeks. Um, that's not Planet Fitness to really push because I'm I'm bulking up. Nice. And on the board there was nothing for the bench press uh, for the 148 pound um bracket and then the deadlift and the squat were both like obtainable numbers uh nice. so today i should have done it sooner because uh, i think i could have done it without any problem um i was actually like waking up on friday at 149 pounds so i had to like really watch my meals closely um this mm-hmm. weekend to make sure that i wasn't over uh, so i Right. kind of did the lifts on an empty stomach but i beat both records and then made a record for the bench um which are not my that's cool because prs but still cool yeah i was gonna say that's cool because you're gonna make the next person that's gonna go for those work a little bit harder yeah it's i was excited um my name will be on the board by the end of the week um and then i think they stop them every like year they reset them oh, okay um cool. But Sweet. still fun. Go back and do it again. We'll see. The next one is 165 <laughs> pounds. Um, oh. And the numbers on there are much less obtainable. Um, oh, okay. So they changed those too. Okay. Yeah. So I'm. I thought I thought those were like stuff you can get into each year. Yeah. Well, if I were to. So it's the weight classes. They have different classes throughout. So oh, right, right. I just won't be at 148 pounds, hopefully, in the next two months. Right. Um, so I should be. So. Yeah. I should be heavier than that, and it would be counterproductive for me to try to to cut that weight. Yep. Yes. Um, yeah, that's not really geeky, but uh, it's numbers and stuff. And that's that's a cool personal achievement, though, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Working out is kind of geeky to me. It feels like leveling up in real life. Yeah. It's all about yeah. the numbers and the scores. That's and... a that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I have fun with it. Um, you guys geeking out about anything else this week? Nope. I'm not. All right. Well, we'll end the podcast there. Shelly, where can they find you at? 
You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. You can also find me streaming on twitch.tv slash Grace Tuesday nights. Um, I'm still playing Persona 4 Golden. I haven't streamed in the last couple weeks just because like holidays and things and I did start a new workout routine. I think what I'm going to try to do is just push the whole stream later by an hour um, and we'll see how that goes. Just trying to do the five to seven thing just is not going to work. So um, right. I'm going to try to like push an hour um, and kind of see how that goes. But um, hopefully well. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. LJ? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarhillLJ and streaming on our Twitch channel. Again, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace on Fridays. Uh, schedule is definitely uh, also looking a little weird for the next month or so, but I'll be streaming some Miles Morales. Cool. And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Emmer. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Goodbye. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.